0: Ooh, maybe this Billy December thing wasn't such a great idea. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch *Fear City*. To another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast, mm-hmm. and every other week we watch a movie from the 80s and then we talk about it. And that's what we do. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of you two hosts, and with me, topless as always, hey. Jamie Lorello, Finally, a movie where that's appropriate.
1: <laughs> Just got my bean bags hanging out. <laughs> couldn't wait for it. That's all. My bean bags. I don't know. I was trying to think of other clever names for for bubbies. Okay. Playbacks, flapjacks.
0: Um, That's all you got. Breasts? That's as
1: far That's as That's not you, really a wait, fun one. I'll think specs? of more.
0: Specs? Like glasses? No, what? I didn't
1: say. I said breasts. Oh, okay. <laughs> or specs.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, we are here today to talk to you. Mm-hmm. about a movie that's a movie oh first wait hold on Okay, hey, wait don't forget first I need to thank some new patrons
1: oh here we go patrons because it's thank been a yous. while
0: there's there's been a drought of first of all new patrons so no. step it up people but also us announcing patrons uh, we have three new ones we have patron Shelley who honestly it's been so long we may have thanked you before but if we didn't thank you before here's your thank you we thank you now. And if we thanked you before, it's like a double thank you. We really appreciate you being a patron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other patron is someone named Endless Mike, and not Ooh. the Mike like the name. Mike like like microphone,
1: a microphone, M-I-C.
0: Yep, unless your name mm-hmm. is Microphone, then it's just like that. <laughs> and our our most recent patron is the wonderful Josh Hornbeck, who also has a podcast called Criterion Channel Surfing. hmm Where he goes through, and I don't know if it's... It's monthly, actually. He talks about um, new titles that are on the Criterion channel. So if you're a Criterion channel subscriber, Mm -hmm. if you do that subscription service, check it out. And there's a possibility that in February, I might be on to talk about... Romantic films. Oh, yes. So, if you want to hear me try not to make jokes about (laughs) classic romantic films, maybe check out that podcast. Tune in. All right. By maybe, I mean definitely. So, thank you to the new patrons. Thank you to the old patrons. Any patrons listening to this have probably already heard us talk about Gary Coleman and Mr. T. Yeah, they
1: did. And it's not a movie, it's a special.
0: Right. And I
1: don't know how special it's, it is. It's
0: barely a special. <laughs> yeah. it, it's a thing that was made by a bunch <laughs> of people who seem not to have wanted to be making that thing. Mr.
1: T's in sweatpants. That's all you got to know. And he's telling the story of Jesus. So, For the
0: majority, like the vast majority yeah. of it, he's just wearing sweatpants. Yep, tis the season for coziness. <laughs> if you want to see Mr. T go from a full santa suit oh yeah like top to bottom santa suit and a beard with a full like blocking his ability to speak clearly it covers his mouth <laughs> and it makes it really tough to understand what he's saying <laughs> Two sweats the most comfy sweats and then a suit like mr classy Tana suit too. in loves- like a beige golden almost suit
1: Beigeish golden nice
0: if they Two things that aren't close on the color spectrum. I assume that like sparkly and lack of color are the opposite ends. But if you want to hear us talk about that, you got to go to patreon.com slash goodtimesgreatmovies. Check it out. And we'll also be talking about A Garfield Christmas on oh. Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah, but now we're not. Now we're not talking about either one of those Christmas joys. But we are in. This is our month, so we just. um, If you're keeping up seasonally with our work,
0: keeping track,
1: we uh, our our November ended with a Sly Skiving, which is always this very special time of year at Good Times Great Movies. Very, very. and as as it's been proven year to year, it's always been very enjoyable.
0: Year to year, we have not hit a dud yet. Well, no, not yet. I mean, it's only been three, but still, but that's still, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah, say the I... same for our Melanie Griffin. Yeah.
1: Or Melanie Griffith's got kind of a weak track record, and Billy D. Now, Billy D. Williams was in our last our, our slice giving. He he kind of made a little premature. Uh, uh, well, it wasn't premature. You was supposed to be in that movie, but <laughs> what I'm getting at is is December is our Billy December. So right, we have yes. chosen Billy D. Williams. 80s he was in movies.
0: Nighthawks, just in case. Oh, perhaps for you forgot that... the name of that movie, listener or Jamie. Not sure, <laughs> but that movie was in Nighthawks that we just talked about,
1: and it was wonderful. It was really fun. It was
0: great. Billy
1: D. Williams, sliced alone. Uh, we had fun talking about it. I we both enjoyed watching it. And now we're here, <laughs> <laughs> and we're in we're in what we like to call Fear City. Fear. City. <laughs> this is nineteen. <laughs> what year is this?
0: This is eighty four. Same year that Mister T and Webster were making a TV special. There was a lot. There was a lot happening that year. Very little of it appears to be good.
1: No. Yes. She
0: agrees. So this, okay, so this movie, it's called Fear City, as you said, 1984, directed by Abel Ferreira, who is, I don't want to say quite possibly the most hit-and-miss director, because when he hits, it's it's great. Gotcha. I am not trying to spoil any of, either of our recommendations, but if if people have not seen uh, Ms. 45 It's so great. It's a wonderful, like, rape-revenge movie that is so brutal and amazing. Everyone should see it. And if people have not seen the movie Bad Lieutenant, Mm -hmm. the Harvey Keitel one, not the Nick Cage one. Good for clarifying. His great movies are great, and his bad movies are so bad. This falls there. This was rough to get through. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I'd love to wait till the end to talk about our feelings, but...
1: Well, I think they're going to be exposed throughout because it's that kind yeah. of... I just don't think... Um,
0: <sighs> I've never had the urge to check my phone so badly when watching a movie for this podcast as I did in, like, the last third of this movie. I I would just kind of, like, come to and be like, oh, this is still going. What's happening
1: here, So yeah.
0: my memory might get spotty here to the Hey, to that's the end. okay.
1: Well, not... I don't want to say not a lot happens because we do follow the murder. We do start by just cutting bitches, and then we move on to murdering them. And we do get, like we've said, a lot of nudity. We do get some sexy dance. Well, I see, I I have a problem with calling, and, and I don't mean any offense to her, but the dancing that Melanie Griffith does, I wouldn't call it sexy. Um, no. I'm not sure... <laughs>
0: No, I don't... What she's... I don't know what she's doing. doing. Yeah, yeah, there's a I weird... I don't know what she's doing. Yeah. I mean, and the closest thing we've had so far in this podcast is flash dance, which, again, is not the same. No. Because that seemed to be performance art with sets and nobody she, took their yeah, clothes off. Yeah, right, right. In this, she's just sort of flopping around on the ground. Yeah. For the most part. She spends a lot of time on the ground, which she I does. don't know... There's not a whole lot of polls involved. In no, there's like. not
1: polls for her. She does in the very beginning when she heard for her first dance. Um, I thought, I thought, cause you're right. And like, I think right in the opening, like the credits roll. And what is that lovely font they use? You must know. What's the font they use know, for the it's, credits? It's,
0: tr- it's trashy and it looks, it looks so cheesy. It's so terrible. It's terrible.
1: But they're in topless city, a booty shaken. That's completely so weird would say that. I was yeah. watching this going.
0: I think I know that font. I think <laughs> yeah. I used to know the name of that font. I, know. I don't <laughs> anymore, but I swear I used to know
1: what it was. I'm sure it's something like I don't know. It's it's terrible though.
0: It's and probably it was... right now. I bet you could go onto a website and just type in "Fierce City Font" and it's probably called. That's Fear probably City. what
1: it's called. That would be that would be titular. Anyway, her we get a lot of nudity to start, but Melanie Griffith is not naked in the beginning. She's in the sequence, long sequence dress and Mm -hmm. she's doing this weird, like gyrating hip motion on stage. Like again, it's not sexy. It's, you wonder like, does someone have a gun to her head that is making her do that? But no, she's a full on employee of the strip club
0: as well. <laughs> and she looks awkward and weird and like you said, like a long sequined blue it's like a Jessica Rabbit type yes. of blue dress almost. And it's so bizarre that this is how she comes out for the strip Because never with these strippers <laughs> we don't see anyone wearing clothes. No.
1: No. Nobody comes and out. And we're in instantly clothing. topless. Even when we're hospitalized, we're topless because oh. if you notice when
0: <laughs> Oh god, I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> when the one friend will get there, but her friend is hospitalized cuz she's a victim and and when they do the what is it? When they try to revive her and do the compressions on her chest, oh, the defibrillation. Yeah, yes. She's just just they tear right open that that uh hospital gown and it's just bubbies. Hanging
0: out. It's weird to say, like, what was it? Was it like, all right, well, we want to make this hospital scene seem as realistic as possible. And I'm sure this is what happens. Or is it like, you know what? We got radon chomp for 10 more minutes We got more. So let's take those clothes off. You signed the waiver. You're naked as much as we want to We're showing it. We're
1: showing all those
0: nipples just every time we can. Every time is... This movie is so gross. And again, like I have no like I have no issue with nudity in movies. Like I really don't, but it seemed so aggressive. Like it just seemed like, was this movie made by fourteen year old boys or other fourteen year old boys? (laughs) Because that's the only way it makes sense. You didn't see it I
1: gather then when you were fourteen. Because I'm sure you would have been like, boy, do I remember this titty romp.
0: Yep. like Jamie, let's watch this. I love it. It's a good movie, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, but no. No, I've never seen this at all. Okay. No. Well, well. No, I was I was because again, my oh, exposure, no pun intended, mm-hmm. to Melanie Griffith was really limited to like the two movies we've seen on this podcast. Oh, well, those are
1: both better of her better of her works.
0: Right, and like I said, I had seen Cherry 2000 a hundred times. I did not expect this. I was like, oh, she's in this movie. There's a lot of strippers. All right, I guess she's a stripper, but oh my God, she's naked within like a minute. Right, well, exactly.
1: At first you think, no, I thought, no, she's not. And then, no, she, yes, she is. Mm -hmm. And then she is also, um, she's also a lesbian, in it, which isn't a big deal, but it just it just happens. But then she's not because she's really in love with the bad guy, of course. Or not well, I guess he's not yeah. the bad guy, but
0: listen, he is Jamie, bad it's guy. the eighties. Lesbians aren't really lesbians. They just they they just haven't found the right Tom Behringer yet. Yeah. You just have to find that right permed oh. hair guy oh. and everything will He's fall so in place.
1: Lazy looking. Oh. No, you're right though. I did think that. I did when there's scenes. So it's that. What's her name again? I call her the girl from Commando. What's that <laughs> girl's name?
0: Ray Don Chung. But you can call her the girl from Commando. Okay. Definitely. <laughs>
1: They have a little, uh like, love interest. And I thought, well, that's very progressive for 1984. Yeah,
0: I was totally down with this. Yeah. I was like, oh, well, if this is the movie, like, she left Tom Berenger for a lady and a lady of color to mm, boot. I was like, correct. okay, wow, for 1984, I can't even believe this is happening. Yeah, Of course she has to be murdered. And then Melanie Griffith has to run into the waiting arms of... Possibly abusive boyfriend, Tom Berenger. I'm not sure. Mighty. I don't want to jump to those conclusions. If anything, he seems neglectful.
1: Yeah, a bit selfish.
0: He buys her the chinsiest bracelet in this movie. And she's like, how come you never did this when we were together? I'm like, he never bought you anything in the, I don't know how long you were together. But yeah, a little spinny. Yeah, a, a, it was a bracelet. I didn't know what it was. I don't know. Let's call it a fidget spinner bracelet. Yeah, that's what it, it was.
1: like a fidgety spin thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's a, anyway. So here's the let's here's the 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 easiest way to summarize this movie. and Then we can dive in. Mm. So Tom Berenger and his friend. I totally want to call this guy JFK Jr. So but, do I. Oh my god, that's
1: so <laughs> funny. I was like JFK lookalike. <laughs>
0: the moment he that's showed up, so I was funny. like, oh JFK Jr. is in this movie. This is great. So he. Man, I almost said they own women. They own a talent agency where they farm out women, basically, to strip clubs. And then there is a killer who is picking off their women specifically, which, again, makes no sense in the movie.
1: Well, he's not, again, he's not a killer in the beginning. Because the first two women he gets, he doesn't kill them. But do they end up dying of their injuries? Well... Because the first woman he just cuts her hands really bad.
0: Really, really with the scissors. bad. So, that so the was first the one that was one reveal where I was like, Oh, that is shocking. So
1: That's the first the
0: one moment of this movie where I went, Oh, I'm kind of into what my yeah, I was face. like, Oh my god, An what immediate... kind of So
1: okay, so the first Murder or the first, the first um, act of violence against one of these women happened when, in a cutaway, Melanie Griffith is doing her first naked dance. Right. This
0: cutscene between a woman being brutally, mm-hmm. I assumed, murdered, and and a topless Melanie Griffith dancing around is disturbing. Ludicrous. yeah, it's... it is
1: ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So she's topless dancing, and this woman is on the floor getting stabbed from behind, uh-huh. um, and. Not not a scene or two later, because we we find out Melanie <laughs> Griffith has a lover, and that Behringer used to date Melanie Griffith. Then I really
0: enjoyed, and I don't want to I don't want to keep going back to you know the lesbian part of this movie, but I really enjoyed because Tom Berenger goes to his strip club, yeah. and we find out that he's you know he's looking for money from this sleazy gross dude who owns this thing right possibly the worst character in this entire movie just yells Um, all the time he goes back to her dressing room to be or i guess the girl's dressing room i'm sure they all share the same one to be like all right well maybe i can make up with her again and he looks in and he sees her like passionately kissing Raydon chong and he's like guess not (laughs) moved on with her life and i was like i am okay with everything i'm seeing right now like this is good. He seems like a respectable guy and she's moved on and she's in a lesbian relationship. And I was like, okay, I really want to see where this movie's going. And it doesn't take long before <laughs> I'm like this is the thing.
1: Yeah. 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 You do wonder, like, oh, okay, so she's moved on and he's in a stuck place and but no. Next murder is Honey Powers. What a great name she has, by the way. Honey Powers got messed up pretty bad. And she got cut with scissors. Her hands got cut. They go to visit her in the hospital, and she's all upset, and she's reliving what happened to her. And literally, he had a giant pair of scissors and was just cutting her with the giant pair of scissors. And she's like,
0: and he cut my hands. And then, like you said, the big reveal is like three of her fingers are missing. (laughs) Because she's in bed, and she's like she's in the hospital bed, and she's like he was behind me, and we see this horrible scene of him like on top of her from behind, and she's like, and he kept cutting me, and he was cutting me, and he was cutting me, and I'm like, oh no, where was he cutting her? <laughs> what is when she holds up her bandaged hands and fingers are missing, <laughs> and then they show a cutaway shot of him with these giant scissors, like scissors like stupid, were,
1: like yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, st- like, like animatedly logical.
0: large, yeah, animatedly, yeah, animatedly large. Like carrot top would be using these yes. scissors and like a, as a prop, they looked so ridiculous. And I can't even imagine the type of scissors that would cut their bone oh, no. that easily. I had a like hard it cuts her hands like they're just rubber gloves. <laughs> I had a
1: hard time taking this killer seriously when <laughs> I saw
0: this weapon. Oh, I was well, like, did you? Did you really? What was it? Was it just everything about him? Because for me, anytime we cut to him, I was like, "This is now." So dumb. I will say
1: this: some some things that could have made this movie better, but I understand what. First of all, if there was a different, more dynamic, I guess like Tom Berenger is just the worst. He's just super creepy, and it didn't work. And. Yeah. But if this killer guy who's supposed to be this Taekwondo expert and knows all this karate and stuff, if he was, say, Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> oh, I might have been a little more into this movie. But I have to tell you, Jean-Claude Van Damme is no killer like this guy. He would have never signed up for a role like
0: nope. this. Uh, uh. So, but I would love that, too, because all the women would be talking to the cops going, I'm not really sure what accent that yeah. was. <laughs> Would have possibly Eastern European, I'm not maybe French, I don't know. Uh,
1: true, true. I was,
0: oh, I was thinking about Jean-Claude Van Damme in this movie too, because I was like, I he should be in this movie yeah. instead of this guy, cause nothing Jamie, did you read anything about this movie? mm Cause I was flashback to do you remember the uh movie Hell Night? Yes. Yes. Okay. And do you remember the thing you said about the monsters in the movie? Like nobody knows who they were or where they came from. <laughs> the guy who played the killer in this movie is not credited in the movie on IMDb. There's no record of who this actor is. Is he like a real life like killer, maybe? Don't is he know. a real life? I don't creep? know. Yeah. There's nothing that you can't. Well it's not find... like he has a lot of lines. No, he doesn't do anything. He barely does karate. I like when he does karate in
1: front of the ladies when he's got the oh. knife in front of them and he's like,
0: yah, yah. <laughs> like he does it
1: to Melanie Griffith for a minute. He does all these moves before he cuts her. When he does
0: karate in front of Ray Don Chong, I'm like, who is this for? Yeah,
1: what are you doing? And he cuts her face, poor she thing.
0: She can't even see There's so much blood in her eyes right now.
1: Ow! Can't see. Cuts her right in the forehead. Oh so my God. just strips down. I like it's the doctor who doesn't look at all like a doctor. The actor who plays the doctor and it was like yeah well he knows exactly where he must have some some background in anatomy cuz he knows and then he tells them well if you need anything else you know where to find me right
0: yes. <laughs> so, did you did you know <laughs> the other doctor later that was like you know what all we can really, do right now is just pray. Doctor. Like, what? You're not a doctor? That's not something doctors
1: say. <laughs> the doctors have the worst bedside matter. When they lose the Radon Chom when they're trying to revive her and they lose her, the doctor goes, Oh, forget it. Oh, <laughs>
0: Forget it. Forget it. We're done here. She sucks. She's just a silly stripper. Yeah. What's that random lady doing in the room? Should she be here? Probably not. Someone probably should have escorted her out of the room. Oh forget it. I'm sick of saving people today. Also, what happened to anyone in this movie? Anyone his partner, whoever that guy is, last we saw. I thought it was a brother,
1: but it's not. It's a partner.
0: It's just a friend. (laughs) The relationship they have makes me think that they're brothers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when he's looking through a scrapbook that...
1: Oh, my God! I
0: just... <laughs> yeah. That's <they're... laughs> I... stupid movie. All right. There's so wait, a wait, wait, scene we... that...
1: Okay, well, we'll get there, I guess. Sorry, uh, listeners, we are just throwing it all out at you. Uh, just I, like yeah. they throw the titties right at us we when you watch right. Fear City*. It's just like, here we are. <laughs>
0: So there's Tom Berenger and his partner. Uh, oh, who's the actor? Hold on, hold on. I John, JFK uh, Jr.? Jack, yeah, Jack Scalia. Uh, he looks like JFK Jr. He did a lot of soap work, so I don't really know him from Makes anything. Makes sense. So they own a talent agency. A talent agency, by the way, that looks like an old private detective office yes. in 1940s. Yes. yes. And <laughs> I like so it. They,
1: take, they do field a lot of calls for their girls
0: they have girls all in that office yeah how about that old guy that's like helping them out oh that's the like cleaning that's the like dry erase like board for. and cleaning stuff and later he's like you don't really have to pay me this week it's
1: so like, what's he doing there then the creepy
0: don't know guy. i don't know
1: how about the one dancer the spicy latina who i really <laughs> like her i do too i do I, too
0: i wanted her to be in this movie when she's talking, I couldn't really understand what she was saying, but I'm like, all right, she's giving it back to this guy. This is kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, it was
1: nice. It was is well she fun.
0: the one that Slater killed in her apartment? And I thought it was a dream that Tom Barringer was having, but yeah, it turned and out that to was be her real? getting
1: killed. Well, and she was the smartest one because she's going up the stairs, and she's the only one that's kind of aware of her surroundings. And she realizes, oh no, something might, you know, somebody might be behind me. And somehow the killer got in. Her apartment, because she thinks she scurries up to her apartment, thinks she's safe, and he gets her with a hook.
0: Like makes a... no sense. Oh no, M- makes no sense. Mm-mm. How did he get in her apartment? How did he know that she was a stripper? How did he, she he know that she worked for these guys? Does he have a vendetta against? Um, yeah, Tom we Berger? don't know why. He, no, no,
1: we don't
0: know. <sighs> All right. Anyway, so no, but thing he is this-
1: a creepy poet. Like, doesn't he write?
0: Oh, his poetry, his (laughs) poetry, he's writing poetry in a book that he labeled Fear City, wrote it possibly Mm -hmm. in blood. I'm not Mm. sure, not sure, not sure. Yeah, but the spicy Latina. So they're in this talent agency, and JFK Jr. is on the phone with the guy, and he looks at the girl, and he's like, hey, why didn't you take a... And, and every in this movie has Italian accents to beat the band. It is insane. It's wall to wall. And he's like, why didn't you take a UG string off at that club last night? And she's got, you know, a great response to him. So they get a call about Honey getting all messed up. Her yeah, fingers were cut up. off.
1: And now, mind you, this is Billy December. We are 40 minutes in, and we have not seen Billy. I had
0: to check just to make sure I was watching a movie that had Billy D. Williams. There was no
1: even mention of somebody that could be Billy D. Mm. Williams.
0: No, because we're so into Tom Behringer. Like, this Mm -hmm. is a Tom Behringer vehicle. We go to his apartment, whatever wherever he lives. We're with him now for a little bit, and now we're given his backstory. The boxer,
1: the killer boxer.
0: Also, was the crowd chanting Rocky, or was that what I was just hearing?
1: (laughs) I think you were just hearing that. No, he's got. We're given flashbacks where he was in the ring uh, or boxing a guy and. He was like a machine, not like Rocky, more like the Russian.
0: He was like a Russian machine. Right? He, he didn't was like a know Dolph when. Gronkren.
1: Yeah, he didn't know when to stop. Basically, because mm-hmm. later, later when they do the <laughs> terrible
0: <laughs> slow mo replay, <laughs> my favorite part of this movie is him yelling in slow motion, and it's just skipping because the frames are just slowed down. Like, <laughs> they t- it's not smoothed out it's like Mm-mm. it's the choppiest slow motion it's ever it's terrible it's oh. terrible
1: but in slow motion and even before that we realized that the the i was gonna call him the umpire what is he in the ring the guy i'd that's call him to- a referee They're, okay well he is he never said you know enough's enough and called off the fight and supposedly accidentally beringer maddie i think is his character's name right Maddie you know, every, killed
0: him. Every ten years, this happens. It just, it just happens. Mm-hmm. And I like how you said the referee didn't stop the fight because, of course, that's what Tom Berenger says. Yep. I and mean, at one point, his brother, partner, you know, son of the president says <laughs> to him, "You can't keep blaming him for that." <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Oh, yeah. we're, we're so far in this movie. A woman has had fingers cut off. We've seen so many boobs. Yes. We've seen so, so many much. Boobs. So like, much. It's been insane. We've seen. Our top built actress naked, and finally Billy D. Williams walks into this movie. Well,
1: this is we're in a, we're in a strip club. We should note that when we're when Billy D. walks in, we're in a strip club, and all Folks, these little just clubs. Just assume are,
0: uh, unless we say something like we're in a park and a woman's being violently murdered. Just assume we're always in a strip club, right? And there's this movie takes place in a strip club everywhere. Yes. Yes.
1: And the, the is always meeting with, there's like mob guys always involved in these strip clubs and Berenger's got to get his money from them. So he's going to get his money from this one mob guy who's kind of somewhat, I guess, entertaining. The guy that's like, that guy you're going kind to of go, fun. you're going to get the envelope. It's got the
0: name Maddie
1: written on it. you got to look for the envelope label, Maddie, on.
0: Maddie. M-A-T-Y. You can read, right? <laughs> oh, Everybody's having a big laugh.
1: Yes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they go... I thought it was a lady that walked in. Like, I thought that Kim Basinger walked in, because the mob guy goes,
0: oh, my God, look who just walked in. Wait, did you think Kim Basinger was in there, too? Not <laughs> Kim sorry. Yeah, I thought
1: that. Sorry. <laughs> I, didn't like- I meant to say Melody Krimmeth. Why did I say oh, Kim okay. Basinger? I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway.
1: Anyway, I thought that somebody, a lady walks in, because their mm-hmm. reaction was like, oh, look who walked in. Oh. And it's not. It's even prettier than a lady. It's <laughs> Billy D. Williams.
0: I'd argue he's the prettiest person in this movie. <laughs> he is. I think Ray Dawn Chong's giving him a run for his money, but she gets her face cut up pretty bad.
1: <laughs> he comes in, and I—I I said this earlier. Billy D. Williams in this movie just has a ton of one-liners. He comes in and he says, "Keep the pussy off the bar. I didn't come in here to get my to get jerked off. I'm not
0: talking to you, wop." Like, it's all just... Like it's these. pretty much... I think you read every line he yeah. says in this scene mm-hmm. because you're right. As we said earlier, and this is why you should all become patrons because we talked about this movie for 20 minutes before, before we, start we recording. started recording. Yeah. He doesn't know what movie he's in. Mm-hmm. He really doesn't know. Like, he is in a separate movie. It's called Billy D. Williams' Cop Adventure, <laughs> and he is in it, and he's having so much fun. And he's so angry.
1: He's angry at the others, and he means business every time when he comes When he walks
0: in. off set, he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. He doesn't care what's happening. He's like, "What, what script? They're just yeah. skipping pages in this script, being like, oh, now I'm in a shooting range? All right, I can't wait to crouch down uncomfortably and shoot a lot. Yeah, he doesn't
1: have any, he's not given any background information. He just knows when he goes in, he's angry, he's yelling. He is, I mean, literally because the other actors are so meh or topless, he is like, he lights up the screen. He just does. I'm going to just say it.
0: His turn at the end, where he hates everybody in this entire movie, and at the end he goes, You think you're a hero? <laughs> Maybe you are. <laughs> what? None, I did not see well, that well, that's that what it is.
1: Even though I'm telling you he's the shining light of the movie, none of what he does or says makes any sense and relates at all he to is what's a happening.
0: useless piece of the. You did not need the police in this movie at all. Because, again, it's the Tom Berenger show. You don't need anything but him running around. And I'm not saying take Billy D out because he's the only thing, like, holding this movie together. Yeah. Like, he's, when he would show up, I'd be like, oh, okay, all right, I'm still in a movie that I might possibly want to pay attention to. Mm, but you don't.
1: How about him? And they give him the weakest partner. Like, we just saw him in the movie. Who is that guy? I, yeah, who is that guy? We don't know who he is, and he's just like... He's He's he's, always
0: like sitting down on a chair that's about a foot lower. than I think he's a short guy to begin
1: with. Yeah, it's it's it's
0: awkward.
1: Anyway, he comes in. Do you love when he says this? I just these are literally all of Billy Dee's lines from Uh the scene. So Billy Dee gets very intense because he wants Berenger to cooperate. He looks at his partner. He goes, let's get out of this cesspool. Then he looks at his partner and he says, you know, what really burns me about Rossi. His arrogance. And he's so angry. And so serious. I was like,
0: you were the most arrogant person in that last scene I just watched. What are you talking about? It's just the way
1: he, like.
0: Yes. So he's a cop. So he's a cop and he is trying to. Solve these crimes, solve the finger cutting crime. And he's like, well, this is one of your girls, Tom Berenger. So, of course, you and JFK Jr. know who did this. Right. And he's like, "Nope, not. Uh, we don't know anything, blah, blah, blah. So it's basically the two of them. It's Tom Berenger and it's Billy D trying to solve this. And one is part of the law and one is just Tom Berenger. So, of course, Tom Berenger is going to win. We do see a shirtless Tom Beringer, and the guy's pretty ripped at this point in his career. Like, I was... Not that I feel like Tom Beringer's kind of schlubby and out of shape, but I feel like I know more of a major league Tom Behringer. Oh, uh, yeah. Where he's like the grizzled old veteran, and he's just been around for a while. So I don't, like... It was interesting to see him young, but he didn't really look any different. No, he's
1: still... No, he's still yeah,
0: and that perm didn't help. The leather jackets, the gold chains they would give him to wear did not he he shouldn't be in this movie. Like he should not have been in this movie.
1: No, and he's not if they wanted him to be Italian. That was the problem with the right? whole Italian cast. They did try to have a heavy influence of like that that it was the mafia that they were working with, but it was like it was like the light mafia. Do you know what I mean? Like none of the actors were really, you know what I mean? They were <clears throat>
0: just. But we needed that mob boss to say something like, even though you were Irish, uh, you know, your parents, they came to me and I said, all right, I'll take care of this kid. Like they never wa- like we're supposed to assume he's Italian and I am not buying it.
1: Yeah. Yep. I like how too the the what JFK and his stripper wife are at the house. They just try to throw out random. She's he's like pick
0: up the gabagoola, right? Like they're just right. saying
1: random like. When <laughs> he said that, things. I was like,
0: "Did he say pick up the kids?" It's <laughs> like, do they have children together? Because no. that would be a weird thing.
1: No, I think they're just trying to say different.
0: Like I don't know. Oh it, yeah, and his wife. Like uh, I have things to say about Ruby. But is Ruby her name? Did you
1: know? Wait, you, of yeah, all Ruby's the people in the name of the movie, like what was um, what was Kim Basinger's name? No, I know it wasn't Kim Basinger. What was Melanie Griffith's name?
0: Oh, I have no idea. I have but no you idea. remember Ruby, sure. the wife? I mean, I know Ruby and Honey, of course, I do because <laughs> they're not Melanie Griffith,
1: she was Loretta.
0: Melanie Griffith was Loretta. Oof, I wow, don't know what good.
1: JFK's name was. I don't. I don't know it if he ever said it. It doesn't
0: matter. But I it know the other matter.
1: guy is Maddie because they'd be like Maddie,
0: <laughs> and she
1: said Maddie, tell me
0: you love me. So, oh, also in the in the strip club that Melanie Griffith dances in, does this strip club have stadium seating? What, what is with, with the
1: odd? Funny? Yes. So this one strip club that Melanie dances in, we also get to see one that. Ray Don Chong Raedon Chong dances yeah, in. and just that like, one's a oh, lot
0: like you're in the Hispanic yes,
1: district. <laughs> yes, and it's clear like there's like a guy in like, and the guys are just standing in that one, right? They're that just, is
0: my favorite scene <laughs> is when Ray Don Chung is dancing and they scan, they they pan across all the guys watching her and they're all Mexican guys. Everyone has a mustache except for this white guy who's the killer. Who the killer. Yeah. Yes. It, he's like a foot and a half taller than everyone mm-hmm. and does not have a mustache. It's very funny to watch that. The only
1: the Now, the difference, though, is that the club that uh, Melanie dances in is like this classy, like you said, arena seating. And the guys are just watching like they're watching a theater show. They're watching her strip. It's not like very
0: early on, and I thought this was funny when she's wearing that sequin dress and she turns her back to the audience and takes it down, so they just see her butt. These guys are losing their fucking yeah, mind. Yeah. yeah. One guy takes off his hat and just starts <laughs> punching it. <laughs> Like their eyes, it's, it's like a cartoon wolf. Their eyes should have popped yeah, out of well, their well, head. Well, uh, their tongue should yeah. have rolled across Uh-oh. the table. It, that was really funny. But you're right. Other than that, it's kind of a classy mm-hmm. joint. Blue lighting. Mm-hmm. The music is better there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: She's got dibs. I don't know if it's because she's been sleeping with Beringer, but she's got she's got a good uh, gig, I guess.
0: Yeah, um. I yeah, I, I guess she's one of their most I mean, at least at that one club, she's the most in demand of the dancers. Yes. I mean they have her picture out. Oh, front. there's a big I think they picture, big cutout. Yep, there's too? a
1: cutout. It's true. Wow. Yeah, they mean it's business.
0: crazy. So later, so after Tom Berenger saw her with Raydon Chong, he's like, you know what? Let me give this another shot. So he shows up in her dressing room, and she's like, Well, you know, I was supposed to meet Raydon Chong, and he's like, She can find her own yeah, way. Yeah, he home. literally tells her that subway. Possibly
1: that's we know that's going to lead to bad news.
0: So he says, let me drive you home. They share a very clunky dialogue. It is. You should have talked to me more. I can't find the right words. Sometimes there aren't any right words. (laughs) I'm
1: afraid to go to bed with you again. Don't you see?
0: End of the scene. They, she gets out of the car. She goes, there, there is no chemistry here. There is nothing between it's the terrible. two of them. It it's is, terrible. It's awful. It is uncomfortable. As you had said earlier for the patrons, you were afraid for her safety when I she was, was on screen. I was. It made
1: me very uncomfortable for her to see her with him. And I felt she was uncomfortable. I could pick up on those vibes, and I picked them up. Mm-hmm.
0: I I, I frantically looked for some sort of trivia on IMDb about how she hated this movie or something because I would not have been surprised to see it and I was really disappointed when I didn't see anything no. Like that, so. mm. Maybe she. I mean, I didn't see much trivia. There's not much to say about this movie, but yeah, it's just the two of them terrible leads, terrible people to put together in a movie. Yeah. It's awful. Mm-mm.
1: And not romantically so, together at all. So so he drops her off at home, and this is when poor Radon Chan has to go home by herself, and she's taking the train home, and she gets cut in the forehead. This right is Right across really the gross. forehead, yeah. And then she's bleeding into her eyes, and she can't see. And he's just, like, dancing all around oh. her and throwing
0: his legs up in the air, and she's like, I can't see you! He is so- he is doing quote unquote karate moves, where every where he kicks and dances, and every now and then he cups in for a cut, just a oh one cut here, one cut there. It's, it's really brutal and kind of gross when we see these women being assaulted and killed by this guy. Like these scenes are shot. As you would assume, they might be shot in an Abel Ferrara movie because it is gritty and it's gross. And if the rest of the movie wasn't so stupid and silly, this might be a more intense movie. But these scenes were just made me really uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree.
1: And that's when—is this when we see the, the the killer? Then he's topless. Now we can see him topless with just giant anatomy posters behind him, and he's just he's just writing in his book.
0: Yeah, he's like in a big. Empty loft, just a big empty loft yep. with a table, and he's writing in a book and reciting terrible poetry. And you're right, two big anatomy posters. Mm-hmm.
1: Just hanging out there. On
0: the wall. Yeah. And this is, like you said, this is when we talked to the doctor. Oh, yeah. Who tells him that... Um, you know the killers. You know the killers avoiding major arteries. He's cutting these people. A smart he's guy. really yeah. smart. Uh, if you need anything, just let me know. See, even
1: and, uh, that we don't come full on the killer ever. No. So we never find out is he like maybe his sister is one of these dancers, or maybe right. he had a medical career, and that's why he. We don't know any other detail besides he's a karate freak.
0: Jamie, you just figured it out, or maybe his brother was the guy that Tom Berger murdered. In a That's what I ring. wondered too. I don't. Mm-hmm. I d- but maybe you never- do all of those. Who cares? He went to med school. His brother was killed. His sister's a stripper. Fine, do it all. Just put do that all on something. us. Something. Yeah,
1: Just give it to us, because otherwise we just think we don't know what to think.
0: Yeah, and also in this movie at this point, I don't know if Ray Don Chong's dead or not. Nobody says it. No. We just talked to a doctor. We just heard a doctor talk to Tom Berenger, and I wrote in my notes, is, is, she, is okay? she dead? Is she okay? Yeah. And we don't find out for a while. No. Well, and she's not at first. No, it's she's she not. Did. Now, Honey
1: gets more of a scene in the hospital. We don't even get to see Radon in the hospital except right. when they're trying to revive her and
0: she does. No. No, so and who even, knows? We don't even see her face. That might not no, be good. No, exactly. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, this is, where <laughs> this is where Billy D gets to say, there's nothing I hate oh. more than guineas and Cadillacs.
1: Kind of makes and me wow. sad when he says that. That is a
0: line that somebody wrote down. And, and Billy he's like D oh, said um, it. Saying this? All right. He, he said it I'm with there. a
1: passion, too. It kind of broke me a little bit. <laughs> It did. Oh, I'm sure.
0: I'm yeah. sure because this guinea he loves he, her cat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah. he uses like guinea and WAP and Dago. He I uses think he them all. Yeah, sick
1: at one point too. I'm yeah, like, right, he does. Okay, yeah, Billy like D, come tell, on. dial it down, Billy D. All yeah, right, we dial- get it.
0: Cops are terrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the newspaper it. clippings. So, this is when we get the background oh my God, of the
1: newspaper This is
0: crazy. Clipping. Okay, so all right, so John F. Kennedy Jr they're in their office and he wants to, and I had to, pull this, I had to pull this phrase out, John Kennedy Jr. wants to perform some private justice <laughs> on the possible killer. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom Berenger's not into it. He's like, no, 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 you're going to you have the strength to pull that trigger. <laughs> and finally, he's like, alright, I guess not. And then we see him, John F. Kennedy, in a closet. Yes. Looking at a scrapbook that I guess he put together.
1: <laughs> I, I love it. The one page is, the headline is, Rio in coma. The next page is, <laughs> Rio
0: dies.
1: So we just get a quick summary. Oh, okay, he was in a fight. The guy was in a coma. Oh, okay, and then the guy died. Okay, the thanks.
0: The newspapers in this movie, did you see the newspaper with Ray Don Chong's picture on it, where it takes <laughs> up the entire... <laughs> <time>?
1: <laughs> Her whole face. Another stripper, da- or another I dancer. Never... I love it when the news report says... It's another sad day in New York City as another striptease dancer goes down. I'm like, really? Is that a sad day? I mean, not that I'm saying that that's not a
0: hard thing. It's like this makes front page news and not just front page news, but I've never seen a picture in a newspaper take up the entire front page. I assume when JFK Jr.'s father was killed, it wasn't like a big picture, a portrait of JFK on the front of the newspaper. Her whole but Ray right Chong mm-hmm. gets that. It's yeah. great. Yeah.
1: She was a beloved dancer at the Hispanic clubs. Um,
0: Tom Berenger, though, and this is where we find out that there's, a, I guess, a rival talent agency in mm-hmm, town. Because mm-hmm. Tom Berenger confronts some random old man where yeah. I was like, who the hell is this guy? He confronts him with a gun and he's like, are you, are you killing my strippers? Because you have strippers of your own and we're in a competing stripper farming industry. <laughs> and the guy's like, nope. And Tom Berger goes, all right. <laughs> End of that scene. They meet and up he later throws though. throws the gun. He throws the gun in, yeah, the, river. in the, the river. The gun that he did not use. He never shot this gun ever. Throws it into the river. Done. He's unarmed for the rest of the movie. He's
1: got his box and he's got his fists of rage that'll take care of business. Fists Um, of fury. I love it. This is then when we get to see um, Billy D is really trying to do some good investigative work and he's trying to get to the bottom of things with his little sleazy, weird partner. (laughs) And he's like, I'll tell you what this is. What we have here is a city full of suspects.
0: Again, again. blows the case wide open. This is is the greatest thing because Billy D is acting with somebody, but he's basically acting against nobody. It's just a one-man show at this point, and he starts talking like he's William Shatner because he's like our assumption all along was that it was Rossi, but what if, what if we were wrong? (laughs) my god you are not in the same movie as anyone else right now his tone is all different yes (laughs) it's a theater production i mean that's what it really feels like in this scene when
1: it's yes yes Oh, then the sassy Melanie Latina Griffith. with her period gets it. She's the
0: next uh, one to go. Wait, excuse me? Wait, who is this? Sorry, I thought Melanie Griffith and Tom Berenger were about to have sex. Oh, yes, because that's when well, that's he gives fine. her the birthday gift. Right, yeah. right. So mm-hmm. he gives her a, a chintzy little bracelet, and, oh, it's the greatest thing anyone's ever done for her. Yeah. She takes him back to her place where she walks out in, I guess, a T-shirt and nothing else. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, it's like a tape. And, yeah. <laughs> it is so great when she's like, Oh. You found my whiskey. Yeah. He's just drinking it out just of the, right bottle out of the, on the bottle. couch. He looks like Al Bundy sitting yep. there. It's mm-hmm. so gross.
1: And then apparently you saw some unedited cut where So
0: if you watch this on Tubi mm-hmm. T U B I or Tubby, I think it's Tubi. Okay. Um, they will they have an uncut version and a R-rated version. So of mm-hmm. course I was like uncut you went for the version. Uncut, sure. <laughs> Boobs galore, let's go. That is not what the uncut version is. It's just cut scenes of unnecessary nonsense. Mm. So when she's sitting, like, straddling him on the couch, Mm -hmm. they kiss for a little bit, and then it's, like, almost a POV shot from his point of view. And there's just a pen, and she's, like, (laughs) biting on it. (laughs) It just, like, goes into her mouth, and she's licking it. And then it switches back to this great high-definition image and there's no pen anymore that was just nonsense what that was in cut the out world? it's it is
1: so weird poor melanie griffin had to do this movie back in the day and we also
0: oh. when uh billy d takes him into the police dungeon to interrogate him, oh
1: his interrogation scene that one's intense too the that's lighting? an extended
0: scene of him really beating him up a lot oh and all that was cut out Bummer. He, hits I him, liked he hits him and the chair falls over and he has to pull him back up. Oh. He tells the other guy to lock the door and he keeps punching him. None yeah. of that.
1: None of that do we yeah. see. Mm-hmm. Wow. The unedited version does sound a little, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch any more of this movie than I have to.
0: And we get more lesbian kissing and lesbian coffee talk. Well, there you have that's it. really, that's, honestly, those are the only three things I really noticed. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, We do get a little flashback given to us of Maddie as a little boy shining shoes and watching some gangsters get killed. I guess that's to let us know that he's always been involved with these gangsters. Well, because the one gangster that shoots up the other gangsters, we realize, is one of the gangsters that he works with now. So, since he was a kid.
0: After they murder these guys and they shoot them up, one guy leans out of the car and goes, Silencio. (laughs) Just drive away. That's it. Yeah, because every now and then, like, the mob boss, some mob boss calls Tom Berenger every now and then and is like, uh, oh, we'll take care of the situation. Don't worry about that. And later on, he goes to meet him. And I'm like, well, what is this about? Who Who cared? I don't care about You didn't need this. to involve all that, especially if you're
1: going to do it so sloppy
0: like you did, unless it was just
1: so that you can have uh, Billy D talk about Wops and Guineas and Cadillacs.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Melanie Griffith goes to visit Radon Chong finally at the hospital. I don't know how long she's been in there, but finally, yeah. Melanie Griffith is like, Oh, I'm gonna get up the courage to go visit her. It's gonna be great. She's got
1: a little notebook with her,
0: and yeah. As we said earlier, she just watches her die. Just watches her go into cardiac arrest. The doctors try to revive her. The one doctor's like, nah, eh, whatever, don't worry about it, or whatever he says. Forget about it. Forget it. Forget about it. it. Done. She watches all this from in the room, and this just pushes her over the edge. There's one throwaway line at the beginning where Tom Berenger asks her if she's been clean.
1: Oh yeah, when they're in the car together. Like, oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I am. But not, right.
1: not when you watch your bestie lover die. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna be clean. So Julio or Juan or she's got a dealer who's very not nice to her. But very. He seems like he's an exotic dancer himself. <laughs> Maybe a a different kind of it. The girls now, the other dancers are starting to not want to go out and dance because right. the, yes. it's getting a little dangerous for them. There's been a number of them, and now that that another one has died, they're starting to refuse the work. And so the one annoying club owner is shouting all the time. I don't have any money, and I can't pay my bills. This is terrible.
0: No it's one's here. It's just awful.
1: He's got a sad dancer uh, that's dancing for him and people are booing her. Um, I
0: felt so bad for that poor woman. People, oh Yeah, the one do? that was riding the pony or whatever. She's, she She's like, yeah. a, she was like a, a stick, like one of those horse ponies, and she's wearing chaps. She's got a hat on and she's dancing all around and people are booing. Yeah. And the guy who owns the club is up in the thing. I think he says, like, she's so ugly, I want to kill myself. I'm like, this is terrible. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, no, it's terrible. And I
0: think in this whole movie, we're supposed to be like, oh. These poor strip club owners. I hope they can turn their businesses right? around. Right? Like I think as an audience that's what we're supposed to be rooting for. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh, uh, it's terrible.
1: Oh, we do get to see the karate killer do a naked dance.
0: Some nude martial arts. This is where we see that his book that he's writing is called Fierce. Yes, yes. Now we go to a strip club where JFK Jr. is there and he sees a big guy with a knife. It's an extensive bathroom scene.
1: (laughs) This is when he goes in the bathroom. So he goes to one of the strip clubs and he orders himself a drink and then he goes in the bathroom. Because now now they're all very nervous. There's been some meeting that happened with some mob guys where they want to try to all keep their dancers safe. And so they're deciding that they're going to take a little more of an active hand in keeping them safe beefing up security at the strip clubs and making sure that they're in there too getting an eye on things. So so JFK Jr. goes and they see a guy that kind of looks suspicious. So JFK follows him to the bathroom or maybe just sees him in the bathroom?
0: He sees him in the bathroom because he's in there peeing for 20 minutes. But nothing comes out.
1: There's not even a fake pee. He's just no, standing no, by the ear. No, He doesn't
0: even make the sound with his mouth or no, anything. No, like, nothing. He stands there and stares at this guy while he does a whole, like, hair-combing, mm-hmm. hand-washing ritual. But the guy has, like, a razor
1: or something in his pocket?
0: He sees a razor in his pocket, and so he talks to the hilarious strip club owner. This is not the total creep. This is the guy who's actually kind of funny. So they devise a plan where the one stripper, they're like, Get this guy to go in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. We don't care how. And they like sneak attack him. Like it's like a surprise. We're here. And they beat him up and call him a pervert. It's so strange. Tom Berenger, for no reason, shows up there. And he's like the Hulk
1: at first. He (laughs) comes in because they're like, we got him. This is the guy. This is the guy. And he goes into that mode where he doesn't even care. He's just punching machine. And then they go. Wait, wait, wait! He's not the guy. He's not the guy.
0: Oh, As Tom Berenger beats this guy almost to death, JFK Jr. rifles his wallet and is like, "Oh no, no! This guy's from Chicago. Just got here yesterday what? or this morning." Yeah, he yeah. just—he's he's not killing from anybody. Chicago. Yeah. What? 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 Why? What is happening in this stupid movie? And later on, we find out that Tom Berenger has a a sketch of oh, a yeah. possible killer, and I'm like. Did you have that when you assaulted them? But the he guys? has, He's like, a looking. sketch like
1: they had in the Wild West they, days. Like, it's like this crazy wanted it's like poster. It's a Yes.
0: It's brown. It's rolled up and a little burnt on the edges. Why does he rent a hotel room to work out in? What is, what is this? What is the
1: montage? We get a montage know. of... Berenger working out and the killer working out side by side. They're both getting ready for just it's so terrible. It's- can
0: I just, can I just point out one character who I absolutely loved at this point in this movie, mm-hmm. this Asian dishwasher with a blonde <laughs> mullet.
1: Is working he's in, in it for place. like all of a minute, but yeah,
0: this kid looks so silly. And even later he's in it again later because they come back to the club later and- no owners like there's nobody out there. I don't know even know why I'm hiring this kid to wash dishes. There's no dishes. <laughs> and we see this kid with I swear it's gotta be a wig. It looks he looks like he should be in that um decline of Western civilization movie. Yes, <laughs> really yes, yes the documentary. yeah, Talking about how much he loves poison or something
1: like it's that.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. We hear that Cindy's dead, whoever Cindy is, not sure. And that's the last that's drop That's the girl. That's,
1: what's her name? Right?
0: Who's Cindy? Oh, Who?
1: Oh, Cindy might be the period girl. The, the Mexican or the, the spicy Latino is the one that oh. was like, I didn't take off my G-string because I have my period. And they're like, how are you dancing with your period? Okay.
0: <laughs> Which I kind of love. So that's Cindy? She doesn't look like a Cindy to me. I don't know
1: if that's Cindy. Cindy might be the lesbian. It might be Ray Chong. Maybe that's why oh. he's over the
0: edge. Oh my god, that makes total sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so then he wrecks up the office for no reason.
1: He starts punching his boxing posters. Boxing <laughs>
0: posters, ripping the pictures off the wall. Uh-huh. Later we see that he didn't clean it up and some elderly man has to do it. Yeah, the but man this is not is getting when paid. He get...
1: Uh PS, uh Melanie Griffith is just high. Shh. Oh. <laughs>
0: long stretches of this movie we just every now and then cut back to a Melanie Griffith high as a kite she's either sleeping writhing around the floor (laughs) desperately calling him on the phone her character is pushed so far to the background it's amazing that she shows up at the end and this is when we do get a hilarious slow motion of him going why (laughs) didn't (laughs) you stop the Fine. And we, and it continues. Us his we his other goes. Back it up. <laughs> <laughs> Why confident director April Ferrera thought this was a good idea is beyond me. It's so dumb. As I said, the elderly assistants clean up the office, and he. <laughs> He tells JFK Jr. he doesn't have to pay him for the week. And I was like, are we supposed to feel bad for any of these characters right? in this movie? Billy D raids this club. Yeah. Because apparently the guy from Chicago possibly pressed charges. So now he's got a reason to
1: be there. So right. That's yes. when he gets Berenger and he decides to interrogate him. And you see the extended scene where he beats him up. I did yep. not. But in the meantime, when Billy D. Gets Verager and does the interrogation. JFK Jr. has now been somehow something happened to him. He's in the
0: hospital. Well, Ruby, JFK Jr.'s wife, girlfriend, who knows? Yeah. She's trying to make a call from a payphone, and this killer just pulls her out of the payphone. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And
0: at the at the same moment, JFK Jr. pulls up and jumps out of the car, tries to fight him, but gets kicked once, and he's down for the I mean, count. He's hospitalized. He is yeah. hospitalized. <laughs> and the doctors even like. we just can well,
1: pray. All we can do right now is pray.
0: But the things he says earlier, we, we, we did a lot of stuff that we thought would, you know, like stop the internal bleeding. <laughs> All we can do now is pray. And I'm like, that's a horrible diagnosis. It's very good medical advice. Yeah. yeah. If you go into a doctor with a problem, you do not want to hear that doctor go, well, you know what? I think we should just pray about this. Yeah, see how it all turns see how it out. Turns That's out. terrible. This is our doctor. This is and oh, this is another cut scene. And I don't know. I mean, possibly this was Tom Berenger saying, "Cut this out." He goes over to his brother slash JFK Junior. Whoever this guy mm-hmm. is, and he holds his hand and sobs like uncontrollably oh. next to his bed.
1: I didn't see that. And then the
0: scene ends, but all that was cut out. And I was like, why would you cut that out? It makes him seem like a human. Yeah, exactly. He sits down with a mob boss forever,
1: and they eat what looks like like liverwurst. It's gross. It,
0: it looks <laughs> disgusting. Because this mob boss is acting like an old Italian mother. Because he's like, you, you want to eat? Hey, you looking like a skin and bones? Never uh, come say on. no to the food, huh? We're gonna <laughs> plan about
1: how we're gonna kill this killer guy.
0: It is, and it's such a long. And his fake Italian accent is so heavy. Mm-hmm. I did not have this on with subtitles, but I did it's didn't hard to understand. understand him, I agree. I didn't understand, understand most of what he was saying. Yeah. And this scene goes on for so
1: long. Stupid long. Yeah, like several different waiters come by and fill up drinks and everything. He's
0: thanking <laughs> people constantly. I'm like, these are just extras. What are we yeah. doing right yeah. now? What's this at move the on. very end I do I did notice he goes, You must have learned this man and you must have respect him. <laughs> Can you do this? Look at, in so yeah. look at me in my eyes. Can you do this? Look at—he grabs his face. He's Like, look at me. It's so dumb. Then he goes to confession. It, oh, yeah, it's just Tom Berger to wandering around. Yeah. Then he rents a room, and like you said, there's a there's a montage where he's training, like he's a boxer. Well, now again. I think he knows, and it's
1: so funny because. Melanie Griffith hasn't been injured. We don't know who this guy is or what the vendetta is against him, but all of a sudden Beringer's decided that he's gonna kill, him. that he's gonna be go back to being that killing machine and that's what he's gonna do because maybe that's what the Italian guy said to him. I don't know. I couldn't understand him. So with,
0: with a sketch. Of a lanky white dude mm-hmm. in New York. Do you know how many lanky white dudes were in New York City in the mid '80s? He could have <laughs> murdered all of the Beastie Boys. Well, that's all what, three all of them. them.
1: That's true. Well, that's why d- d- Billy D says it earlier when he's doing an investigation. Everyone in the city is a it's a city full of suspects. <laughs> and and indeed it is. If that's they what should the have look called is.
0: this movie Suspect City. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because really the only ones that are afraid are the dancers. No one else is living in fear. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah. So he's he's gone, and for some reason, from a park because we see another woman murdered in a park with nunchucks. Oh, she's walking her dog. The lady that's walking her
1: Doberman.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I'm like, how'd you know this woman was a stripper? She just seems to be an innocent lady. Yeah. But um, Tom Berenger, for whatever reason, possibly to harass Melody Griffith, calls her to, like, taunt her just by saying, I love you. And she's a mess. And she's a hot mess. Then she, after
1: the phone call, she goes back to see her drug dealer friend who won't give her any uh, money. Or hold any on. Drug. His
0: name is. Hold on. Hold on. I wrote it down. Jorge. Jorge. His name's Jorge. There you go. Yeah.
1: Jorge. You know I'm
0: good for it. She leaves the apartment for the first time in, I think, since this movie started. Yeah. And we see that she's being tailed by the murderer. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. She's going to be the next when one. When she
0: left her apartment, this shot, the angle, the time of evening... I wanted Sly on to walk by Aww, in a fur coat. You did. I, you did. I wanted him to walk toward the camera in a fur coat and be like, "These movies are taking place simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> they live in the same building." Fierce City, Nighthawk,
1: yay! It's <laughs> awesome. She, let's see. So she is being followed by the killer. She goes to the back to the strip club for a minute. Is it? Is it? What's the Rosa? What's the wife's name? Doesn't she give her ten dollars? <laughs>
0: ruby yes yeah ruby, ruby gives, gives her ten dollars which yeah. mm-hmm. she says
1: go get a cab and go home well she's not getting a cab and going home at all she goes to her drug dealer jorge who she sees hanging from a fire escape literally he's hung and dead and then the killer comes up behind her stabs her in the back of the thigh like in the tush
0: area yeah and she fights him slightly. she has mace she falls up, She falls down every four feet. It's the it's the clumsiest getaway yeah. you've ever seen. Yeah. And then Tom Berenger's there.
1: Oh, he's just at the end of just, the... He's
0: just there. Yeah, at the
1: end of the alleyway. He just knew where to be.
0: Do you think he rented an apartment or a, a room near the drug dealer's place so he could, like, look out? Like, don't we need a scene of that? Of him like looking at the window and being like, mm, I don't that's know why the guy spot. does anything. I, I don't know, but he's just there See,
1: now. There's a struggle and a fight, and there's boxing flashbacks mm-hmm. where we're back in the ring again, and I think that's all
0: the notes. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's it's <laughs> yeah. the end. He well, beats no, him to death. Well, no, we did get a little one really, more. Billy
1: D. Williams, right. right? Yeah. He
0: beats him to death. Billy D. shows up just in time to not do anything and mm-hmm. like I said before he says you think you're a hero maybe you are <laughs> and that's it. that's it and then the closing song I, l- I loved it and hated it too because it sounds like it sounds like someone who's trying to be both like David Bowie and Glenn Danzig which sounds oh, yeah. like it could be fun it's so terrible it is an awful song at the end of this movie and I hated it. I hated this movie so much. Yeah. I hated it start to finish. Billy D would pop up every now and then to make it somewhat tolerable. But as I said, at the end of this, I didn't care. I barely could pay attention. Yeah, I didn't like
1: it. It was, stup- it was not an enjoyable movie.
0: No. No. Yeah.
1: Two thumbs right. down. Do you have a recommendation? Two
0: thumbs down. Oh, Jamie, I'm going to take a page out of your recommendation book. Oh, my because- God. A yoga video? Well, hold on. I'm going to recommend a podcast. Oh, yay! I'm going to recommend a podcast that I only listen to about 30 seconds of, but... Even better! In doing a little bit of research on the people in this movie, the woman who played Ruby... Has a podcast? (laughs) Has a podcast. Excellent. Her name is Janet Lansbury. She acted in the 80s and 90s, and in 95, she became a teacher... And now she has a podcast, a parenting podcast, called Unruffled. And I listened to a little bit of one, and it actually seemed to be pretty good parenting advice. Well, look at that.
1: That's excellent. That is
0: my recommendation. That's a really
1: good recommendation.
0: Also, those Abel Ferreira movies I mentioned earlier are good, unlike this one.
1: You will recommend them, not this. Okay.
0: Mm -mm. What about you?
1: I would say if you want to see a good... I just watched... If you want to see a, a redeemable... Movie about the mafia and uh, the Italians, and and I watched The Irishman on, on Netflix. The new, it's excellent. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it.
0: It's very good. It's very long. It was very but it's, long. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but it's really
1: great performances. Little awkward makeup stuff that they do well, there with De
0: Niro. But a little bit when uh, Joe Pesci is referring to De Niro as a kid at the beginning of yeah. this, I was like. How, am I going to laugh my way through this? Yeah. But thankfully Some of that the, didn't go on no, too long. No, and then
1: the movie, again, the 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 story and the acting and everything is so great that you do forget that. But there are moments, especially in the beginning, I would say the first hour where I'm like, are we supposed to believe that he's young? Because I, I, and then they do weird, I don't know if it's CG, I don't know what they do, but oh, they make they his like body look age. thin. Yeah,
0: so weird. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's
1: it's just a little, but again, the movie is, I thought, really great. It's and really great. Rolled. And, I mean, the actors in it, it could not be. No, but I would, right. I would say great that choice. is much yeah. better than, yeah. uh, than what well, we had to just endure.
0: I think there's a lot that's much better. And what I'm hoping is to round out Billy December. This will be our third movie in a row, because I, I do like to count Nighthawks as a Billy yeah, Dee movie. Yeah, definitely was. You know, a little, uh, we are going to watch number one. With a bullet.
1: I can only hope it's a little better, but I don't know, Billy. I Duke.
0: hope it's better, but now I'm very scared. Me too. Like, I'm nervous. I'm
1: very nervous myself. And
0: and as I said last time, it's tough to find movies that he's a star in because there aren't any. So I just, he's always second build. Yeah. He was second build in this, but I'm really thinking it's, it's probably only because of what he became. It's because how fluid I'm he ass- is. Yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> right. I'm assuming at the time he was probably not second build in this movie. You got Tom Berenger, you got Melanie Griffith, you got whatever Scalia. He was probably as big as Billy D at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but anyway, it was deceiving. And I'm hoping number one with a bullet isn't.
1: Well, well, so, we'll, we'll uh, see.
0: So everybody, tune in. From, tune in two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Where we close out December. We end our December run. We
1: descend into December.
0: We descend what that? out, like of, that? December out of December. Out of December. Or into the yeah. end of into December. The, yeah. And also, please, please, please check out our Patreon page. Yeah, Patreon.com slash Good Times Great Movies. Got Garfield coming up. Yeah. You got Mr. T and Webster that are there. It's there.
1: They're waiting for you. And who knows what 2020 brings? I mean, you know. Oh. But they I know,
0: and I, I will just say that we like to put out bonus episodes every other month. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have what a treat. two in December, which of course you already have one. Yeah. Then you're going to have a one in February, then one in March, then one in April. You get back to back to back episodes because we have a live one in there. We're going to talk about garlic mothers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorts of stuff. Yep. And the third one. Don't know what it is. You should be excited pumped even. Be excited and or pumped. Yep. But anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you indeed. We'll see you again in two weeks. Until then, have a big day. Tops, tops off, everybody! Everybody loves a So I guess Is that you're Googling?